there was a lot of hard to watch and or obscure fighting going on this weekend. Raph goes to the action, proving fighting takes a while to get to Vegas. So while sometimes it's easier from outside the cage, it's a bit of a drive. Is that fair with me as always, Raph Esparza? It was a six-hour trip to get there. Ooh, ouch. I'm pretty good at being in a car and uh, just making the most out of a drive. So I just kind of go into a zone. And there's a lot of audiobooks I listen to, so that's very helpful. Yeah. Um, you know, Kev, when I went to college, I didn't have my car. And when you don't have a car, your brain goes a little weird. So that when you do get back into a car, you go – Oh, I can be in this for a while. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, no strangers to road trips. I am your host, Kevin. Of course, we used to drive a lot, hit a lot of places, the trips to Kansas alone. So it's not that. It's a little bit the allure of, I mean, what it's like normally. What is it normally again? For reference? Uh, I mean, you're you supposed to do it in four hours. That's, that's a tack on. Adding 50% more time. Is that how many people, I guess people just really are headed, they're all headed to Vegas? So what it does, and Waze was doing this really fun thing of telling me, hey, there's no traffic now. And I go, I think there's going to be traffic. And then you start going, and then you get a little bit of traffic. And then I remembered at one point looking at Waze and going, you know what, Waze, you do you. I'm going to get a snack now. And then somehow the trip lessened by me taking some time off it's not a big deal like by the time i got uh over to my good friend rodriguez place uh who let me stay at his wonderful home with his beautiful wife uh like it's a great great place but when i got there i just literally looked at them both and go hi sleep good to see you guys good night <laughs> it was like oh, the most you. anticlimactic like, they couldn't be nicer to you know have welcomed me to their place but they were just kind of like what's up Oh, you're going to bed now? Yeah, definitely. I, I can't make words anymore. I'm tired. <laughs> I guess I should say this, though, Kev. I was so tired, and I think you'll understand the, the realm of tired that I was. I was so tired that I actually didn't wake up for 6 a.m. training at 10th Planet. Wow. That is... I was a little embarrassed. It's 6 a.m. training... And I woke up at 6.20. And I said to myself, I'm going to take about 20 minutes to get there. I do, and I make the time. And I'm not opposed to coming a little bit late. But and neither are they, that, in my experience. <laughs> <laughs> but that whole thing of getting there when it's 7 o'clock and it's probably till 7.30 and then everybody looks at you like, hey, I guess I'll roll with you. You're making us stay later, you jerk. You don't want to be that guy. So I just said, maybe I shouldn't go. Now, Kev, I thought that would be the end of it. And I felt terrible because, you know, I'm not really smart without being able to train and get my brain working, right? Mm-hmm. There was a whole Lifetime movie about ref can't read. There's a it's, very good movie that you guys should go see. It is very good. Lifetime. There's uh, some guy just being like, Rob Lowe stars as me. Sweetheart, I need to train. <laughs> Listen, Sweetheart. Sweetheart, it's like whoa in Lifetime, but you can't be Lifetime unless you repeat yourself a lot. It's very good. It's good. It's I gripping. Can't read unless I 
trade and like Rob Lowe's gonna win an Emmy for it. Anyway, here's what happened. I uh was invited to go to the tenth planet open mat on Friday night. Casey Halstead, who owns all of the tenth planets, immediately sees me walking in and goes, You motherfucker, if you hadn't have shown up here after I saw you train at Dunham Jiu Jitsu, I was going to be furious. And I go, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I'm just here. And he goes, I know you're in town. I see when you're training and I get sad if you're not here. Get in there. And I was like, all right, sir. So I had a very nice time training with Casey and the guys there. I also had a great opportunity to go train over at Dunham Jiu Jitsu with my good friend Kevin Widows, who, Kev, um, very good. He is very good at what he does. That'll make you nervous. Jiu-jitsu wise, yeah. I'm not a big fan. I like people that are maybe a scotch more middle road. Yeah, so uh, they were very welcoming to me, and then got the opportunity to train with our good friend from North South Jiu-Jitsu, Senor Patrick, who Kev took second place. Now this is weird, right? I felt like there was a weird inversion where the sponsors are supposed to brag about they're athletes but we're not athletes he's the one that's taking second masters worlds oh damn and that's what happens raf frankly when Mm. you go to northsouthjujitsu.com you invest in a little you invest in a little you is really what you're doing because what we need is some safety some security and some reliability in our training undergarments Mm. it's just what's helpful Mm. and and by that means Am I saying you're definitely going to win a championship? Kinda. And you probably will. But you go ahead and tell me what happened with him. Took second place. He was a beast. Uh, He does that post where he's like, he told us, he goes, hey guys, sorry, I only took second. We're like, podium, um, podium. It's like, I I only took, haven't competed in years. It's so difficult to get out there. Dude, you're 46. Damn. When we were training together, it was murder, dude. He's really good. Second. Um, well, so kudos to Patrick. We're yeah, very happy to be there. NorthSouthJiu-Jitsu.com. Find yourself on the and here's a, Finally. Some good news, though, Kev. Um, he did give me a care package. He just strangely didn't give me anything for you. So I don't, I don't know what that is all about, but, like, yikes for you. But I got a whole bunch of stuff. So what happens when you make that six-hour trip to Vegas? <laughs> These are the types of moments. Um, what luck is when preparation meets hard? I don't remember. That's where also, that's where North South Jiu Jitsu finds you. Where preparation might have said you should send this to Kevin oh. in no uncertain terms, and I said we'll see about that. So I'm still looking into it. Shipping's a lot. Look into so, it. So look into it. We'll we'll play around with that. Hey, proven nutrition, you guys. It's a thing too because I was drinking that as I was training all over the place. Because Kev, I don't know if you know this, it hot out there. And Kevin Widows, before beating the shit out of me, uh, asked me, he "Goes, <laughs> hey man, did you bring any water?" And I go, "I actually didn't. I I was hoping to stop, but I actually didn't stop anywhere." And he goes, "I got a two for one deal over at one of the gas stations, so I just bought an extra water, and not just any water, Kev." Fiji water. So he buys Fiji water, hands it over to me. I put the proven nutrition in, and I am equipped to not die while rolling with Kevin Widows. So think about that. That actually, hold on. 
th- that mm. was one of the most honest endorsements where I've been like, I got to drink <laughs> that. Like that was exactly I was like, <laughs> I do might be able to survive with just a little extra, a little extra. ProvenNutrition.com. So you said that it was to do watch things about Masters Worlds. I want to tell you a little bit about what I saw. Um, great matches. Um, I was there to witness a few really good runs. We had a guy named Ted Larkin, who is a jiu-jitsu blab, so sorry, uh, blue belt. Uh, he won a world championship, got to watch him go. He had six matches to win, Kev. Now, when you tell me you got to do six matches to win, I think to myself, nah, nah, just I'll do three. And then is that good enough to podium? It's three good? Nah, I got to do five. Three's good, right? Uh, no. Five? Yeah, <sighs> five to podium, six to win is not happening. So can I meet you at four? Uh, nah, dude, you get that feeling when I saw him in his first match. He's got a good wrestling base. Uh, when I roll with him, he's always really solid. But I got that feeling after watching him in his very first of what could potentially be six matches that day. And I said, I'm going to watch this guy win a world championship. You just get that vibe, that feeling. You're like, he's he's going to do it. And uh, he did. He had the whole John Jock community following him and uh, cheering him on. We had so many of our black belts come in. So we had like Jules Teffa, Jason Bellos. We had... Um, Boaz, like all these amazing practitioners who just decided this year, they're like, yeah, I guess we'll all go to Masters Worlds because maybe they needed some Vegas time. Maybe they wanted to take a little vacation time. A lot of families there. So it was a big group of uh, Jean-Jacques who came out to come compete. And uh, it was very well encapsulated by one Felicia O, who ended up winning her division as well. So it was pretty rad to see after years of uh, not competing. I think she was probably inspired by the nice uh, women's masters movement of two through seven divisions, which saw Kevin, and I'm, I'm hearing this from our good friend Karen, it was about 200 more women who signed up this year for masters two through seven. Damn. Yeah. That's up there. Yeah. That's, uh, well, that's what she said. We're gonna keep crushing it. Yep. So that's a uh, that's a hunk of change for the IBJJF. You're welcome. You uh, know how nice... many people they can screw over with a points decision with those kind of numbers, Rav? Let's put this in context. The referees <laughs> and the cruelty they can exercise over these chess matches. Everyone's a winner. Those can we also stuff, yeah. be very clear in saying <laughs> that I while I am there at the IBJJF? My brain just, when people go, how did they lose that match by an advantage? I'm so null to that that I just kind of go, oh, yeah. yeah, that was pretty bad, huh? It doesn't even affect me anymore. Now I just look at it and I go, oh, yeah, that's IBJJF. Uh-oh, oops. Somebody gets a ref's decision. I go, IBJJF going to IBJJF, you know? That's kind of sad, right? It's not great. It's like that's that Miley Cyrus song was upbeat, but I just didn't feel like it was all that different from the rest. It's like, yeah, Miley's gonna Miley. <laughs> that wasn't a bangers. Thank so, you. <laughs> she's just being Miley. This is my point. I don't know if that's <laughs> oh Miley. Um, but no, I saw some great matches, of course. 
Um, a lot of great runs. Um, two of our folks from VMAC competed. Uh, KC and Pam, they did awesome. They were very, very good stuff. Um, and just trying to run around and meeting so many people. Now, here's the weird part. Before I knew it, it was already Friday night. I got there Wednesday night, and I looked, and I felt like I tried to spend as much quality time with people as possible. And uh, talk with them, go grab acais with them. Uh, it just went by so fast. And Raf is prepared to also grab acai alone if there aren't people that'll go with him. It's an option. <laughs> He'll just uh, he will also go with you, so that's helpful. I did at one point. One of my friends, <laughs> I just I had acai in hand, and I was looking for them, and I thought they had said that they already went to eat. And they looked at me and they go, oh, I thought we were going to go get acai together as I have like a spoonful of it in my mouth. And I go, oh, we're back. <laughs> we, we were so good, so we're fine. What are you talking about? I'll be done with this in just a second. Just Let's walk over. <laughs> Could not have felt fatter the entire time. Somebody was like trying to hone in on finding me and going, who is someone who will reliably eat? At- Raph, go get him. Raph's go. He's eating nachos. So it's like, does anybody want nachos? <laughs> oh, I guess you're good. It's like, I'll get nachos. Let's ride. Let's get some nachos. Maybe we'll get some nachos and some popcorn and let magic happen in a bag. I don't know. And Kev, you tell me what you think of this because this came to me as I realized they had the warm up mats everywhere, right? So they had three different things going on. It was the open. Open, the Las Vegas Open, so there were a lot of current competitors, which normally when you hear Masters Worlds and then you see the young people, you go, no, 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 you can't be here. You stay away, Gianni Grippo. You are not old enough to compete in here yet. At least I don't think so. Your I haven't checked up your age, but I don't, I don't think you belong there. Get out of here. So you see those things, but they had an open, so there are a lot of current competitors who competed in that. There was a kids division that they had going on, so it was kids open or worlds or whatever and then you've also got masters world so you really could bring everybody the whole family could come and compete there was some words of people who said that they ended up competing at multiple things or in the past week or so and i started to lose track of how many competitions there were but there were people who go yeah i saw somebody with like six medals and i go six medals do they compete in the kids the masters and the open do I just are there more jujitsu tournaments happening everywhere? So when I saw the warm up mats, I thought, you know, we should just get a camera on that, and I should make some makeshift money and create some super fights over on the warm up mats. Because I mean, people are using them, but hey, I ended got up a training blue belt with the... that got DQ'd for a heel hook, and I've <laughs> got a purple belt that looks pretty pissed off. Everybody, who's got a, two minutes to make wagers? Hold on. Are you talking about second chance IVJJF? Because I'm in. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like, go to Rav's Corner if you want a chance to be famous, baby. <laughs> Sorry about how your match went. Take it out on the backstage. Second chance. It's the dice game that's right outside the casino that's like, why don't you just go win in the casino? Nah, the dice game's where it's at. You and I will dress streets. up like Beetlejuice. It'll, we'll have that as the theme. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's amazing. That's 100% something we could do. I know Geo, one of his favorite movies, is Beetlejuice, so I'm pretty sure he'd be in on that. So anyway, all right. So that was Masters Worlds. Really great stuff. If you guys have clips that you liked, throw them at me. Um, yes, I have already seen the one of the purple belt 
who is throwing essentially punches to break guard. And I know some of you are looking to us as to kind of be the moral police on this one. But, um, you know, don't mock it till you try it. It's not the worst. I punch my way through guard sometimes. Haven't you, Kevin? Uh, no, no, not quite like that. Anytime I think I've ever given anyone uh, oh, really? multiple upward palm strikes, I've usually stopped and been like, I'm so sorry. It's just it's- that I was watching Bloodsport. I got carried <laughs> away here. That's obvious to me, and I need to calm down. I thought that the it was I mean it was brutal the the throwing like the suplex uh, don't do that yeah the, the little like the power bomb that doesn't happen <laughs> but that the guy is kind of lifting up and I think what you really should do is zero in on the gentleman who's being lifted's face because that look on his face of why is this happening which is then followed by it is happening is uh, quite epic. And yet that guy still didn't get disqualified. So for whatever reason, I just like the idea that when I saw it and I saw the video, somebody had already prepped me about it. And they said, oh, did you see this? Uh, some slapping to kind of help out. And I go, no, I didn't see it. And they show me the video and I go, oh, that's not great. Oh, man. Did he win? And they go, yeah. And I go, I mean, I guess he wanted it more, right? <laughs> Definitely. He wanted it to the... I think they would call it second degree if we were talking mm-hmm. assault terms. I don't know when it's hands on. <laughs> how it gets, See, you thought it's second degree for assault. For I sure. thought second degree purple belt. Oh, so that's what I was wondering. I was like, ooh, is that what you get at the second degree? I don't know yet. I'm not sure how that works. You got a stripe and a $6,000 civil suit. What Absolutely. happened? Big? Any big matches? I haven't seen much getting barked around social media, which kind of had concerned me. I think there was one major issue which was I don't believe there's any commentary you guys can tell me different because I did see Sean Williams on the last day and lo and behold when you see a Sean Williams you think commentary is probably happening but I sincerely hope they didn't make him go solo because that's just mean that man works too hard to make all commentary just by himself so yeah, I thought it was really weird. There was no real direction to this year. I don't know if the flow zone was operational, Kev. I don't know if <laughs> it was selecting clips. I saw them put together a couple highlight packages now. So. And again, there was a lot that was going on over the weekend. So I do understand that. Three tournaments all at once is a lot. However, when people can't really post videos of what their matches look like, then it does get a little sketchier. So it's a it's a little calm ZMB again. You gotta you gotta give and get a little bit because it's a little nature, it's a little nurture. On the tar- on the tickets no, that they hand you on the back not... of it. <laughs> on the tickets that they right hand you on the it. very back, it says uh no video recording or live streaming. And I think that's one of the first times I've ever seen them refer to live streaming a match. And yet everybody still does it. It still it baffles me, Kevin. And that's not the only place that they do it. Yesterday, I also ended up when, uh, going to cover the CXF 14. And what's weird about this one in particular is they made a giant announcement because they normally are on uh, CBSSports.com. For whatever reason, the app was down or they couldn't really stream it there. 
So they were literally putting the free fights on the CXF Facebook page. And there are still people who are live streaming from their shitty phones. This is on par with people that take pictures of their cell phones of weddings when there's clearly photographers around. And I get it in some it's like, oh, I've got to get them. I've got to get everyone walking down. It's like, there's a photographer. I mean, they're going to probably make a huge movie. Like, what do you No, your about? Aunt Linda has the in. The <laughs> get, put your fucking Galaxy S2 down, please. I'm trying to enjoy this moment. I have to be very honest. In one time, one of my my family members, I guess the thing that makes it funny to me is when you hold a giant iPad tablet as if it is the same way you hold a phone for a photo, but you're holding it and it's just so large that you see both of your arms going like wobbling and saying, Oh God, this is terrible. And you don't want to get into the eye thing of, uh, Hey, the iPhones really don't. I mean, they're powerful, but the iPad's probably going to lose some pixelation. So really, what are you filming? You know what? It's for your own memories. Store it to your iCloud. Keep it there. But I remember going up to one of my family members, and she normally has a great sense of humor, and she said, she's like, don't make fun of me for that. And I was like, I'm just telling you what it looks like. I'm trying to protect you. It looks really funny. But yeah, if you want to get the angle for the video, then completely ignore the videographer, because they're going to have shit angles. So, you know, to each their own, Kev. But, yeah, it just it baffles me. And the CXF I went to yesterday, lots of fun. Um, I have to start off top by saying, Kev, I'm going to have you watch what I had to watch. Okay? At CXF? Yeah, because um, – Cool, because I'm looking at some of the UFC fight finishes, and it's like, whoa. Some good yeah, no, this is, this is rough because – I've discussed how our good friend, Rich Leroy, endeared to us, has had some epic battles, right? And uh, he's just one of those guys who's super nice. He's a beast. He's tough. Yesterday, he had a unfortunately losing effort, but to a competitor who, by the way, just to kind of show you the difference between uh, what things will happen between A and B – but the competitor he was going up against this time, he Whoa, was actually... Oh, this is the violence one. Well, that's the that's the violent one. I, I sent you the wrong video. But oh. the last time he was um, fighting, he had an opponent who was essentially mad-dogging him that he kicked the shit out of. This time he had an opponent where the two of them were hugging in between rounds because they both appreciated and respected each other. So the video clip I'm sending you is of one um, Gabe Green, who's uh, sponsored by our good friends Ludagear, who we love. And we both discovered, we were like, oh, Rich is my guy, and Gabe's your guy? Uh-oh. <laughs> so it's a brutal, you can't even really just call it a knockout, but rather a series of punches. The Mike Beltran, for a title fight, let go on, even for my own particular taste, a little bit too long. What the but F, Mike? Come Rich, on, dude. But Rich has, and again, this shouldn't be a determining factor necessarily, but Rich has come back from severe 
veer knockdowns and knockouts almost oh, to come back and win fights. So that was the uh, that was the scene last night. And imagine you're looking to yourself and you go, "Oh no!" And you want to look at him. And you're just like, "That's my friend. Don't do that." Uh, the announcer, by the so, way, uh, gave out. He was like, "Punches mm. and punches," and it was awesome. Well, that announcer might be our good friend uh, Jonathan King. Is that John okay. doing the epitepo? Yeah, it is. I'm not 100% sure if that's him or uh, the other guy who does it I with know, him. I know. But... I was like, I got to isolate it. Now I'm on the spot. <laughs> anyway. Um, punches it was great and fight. punches. <laughs> it's what you want on the all announcers, your Yeah. Once again, CXF, you guys crush this. This is just, that's the way it's supposed to be announced. God bless it. I didn't have the sound on the first time. This is great. Gabriel Green. I mean, that's what you have to do, though, when you're fighting uh, Iron. Yeah, essentially. And he said that he thinks he might have broken his hand on Rich's head. So (laughs) there's also that. Ow. Ah. Because he said in his post-presser with Rich, he goes, uh, not Rich, he said in his post with uh, John, he just goes, yeah, man. He goes, Rich Leroy is a great guy. I didn't want to have to put him out, but I had to. And uh, his head's really hard, so I think I broke my hand. So, you know, Jonathan asked him, he's like, well, when do we see you back in here? And he goes, you know, I'd love to come October, but let's see how this hand is, because ouch. <laughs> no bueno. <laughs> so I, that was I, that was rough to watch. It was definitely akin to the Mufasa and uh, Lion King moment. So I hate the hand breaking on the skull. It just takes me yeah, back to a personal surgical place. And it's like, oh, I Damn it. I do want to make it very clear, though, These that um, I did see Rich uh, afterwards. He was walking fine. He was okay. Um, but I thought this was pretty cool. So Rich always goes out for uh, dinner. It's kind of a tradition after one of his fights. I happened to see Jonathan King, who just was tired and was like dead working all the CXF commentary. And he was just sitting at the same restaurant and he was sitting by himself. And Rich was like, nah, dude, come over and eat with my family. Like, come over and eat with us. So Jonathan King put up a really nice post and he goes, man, even in defeat, like Rich was more concerned about me eating alone. He's like, which I went there by myself. I was totally fine with. He goes, but he wanted to make sure that I felt like family. And I thought that's pretty big of Rich. So, you know, it's nice. It's one of those things where you see Gabe's a good guy. Rich is a good guy. And then they just have to ensue violence for 10 oh my god very aggressive minutes um there were some other good fights in there uh we had a Gibson win so cxf was showing up well um we had um some highlights that i'll talk about there uh gibson so there's uh, here's the weird part i'm not sure which is which sometimes i look at them and i go i think you're chase gibson no they're both brothers and they both are they both mma fighters i'm not confident enough to say they're twins but they might be but I also don't play that game of your twins. I just go, you're brothers, right? And then sometimes I go, you're twins. And it's like, but families are supposed to resemble each other. So I don't want to assume. I don't know. I don't know what your deal is. So brothers. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was fun to make it. I mean, here's what happened. As soon as I finished watching uh, my friend Pam from VMAC compete, I got in the car, raced down all the way to CXF, and then got there, I think, after the second fight. So 
it was uh, it was a back to back and actually a pretty fun night of watching fights. So. Uh, as always, our, our thanks to the good CXF folks. Uh, if you guys are looking for photos, go to Kid A Photo on Instagram and Kid A Photography on the Facebook. Absolutely, taking some more photos. Look at that. And, uh, working in tandem again. What else in terms of CXF? Do they have any of the pro wrestling callouts? So the one thing that they do, and this is just, I think, MMA and jiu-jitsu wide, is John King, our friend, will ask, you know, who are you looking to call out now? And I just think that's what they're trying to do to build up hype for whatever the next thing is. And I get it and I understand. But yes, they do ask them who they want to fight. And there was, uh, after winning a title, they actually had some fights that I think was supposed to happen earlier in the night that they ended up putting later uh, after the title fight, which is odd. But uh, when they ended up doing that, they asked that guy who he wants to fight. And he's like, how about Gabe Green? He just won that title. I'll take that. And I thought, what a weird way <laughs> and what a lucky opportunity for that person who probably should have gone a little bit earlier in the card to let, like look and see how things go and go, oh, he won the title? Yeah, him. Perfect. <laughs> that is nice. Keep, it's fresh. Just makes sense. And plus, everybody's in that post-fight glow. It's good times. It's a good call. Yeah. Strategy. It's a call strategy. Love it. Fighters. Okay, so no, they don't have it. It's just kind of the short answer. They don't drum it up. Quite like the, our friends who were having some fun in Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm. How much of the fights did you see? So I did a little bit of catching up today. Um, highlight reels. Yes. And there were some good fights that happened yesterday. Let's start by saying big congrats to a friend of the show, Senor Drew Dober. Drew Dobes. And he was having an after party with James Krause. That must have been pretty I cool. That. I saw that. That was pretty cool. Uh, uh, Drew, actually, I sent him a note and I just said, hey, good job, kid. And uh, I know that he wanted to perform in Nebraska, so he finally got the opportunity to do that. So that was pretty good. I'm trying to see. Uh, did you see anything of the Justin Gaethje and uh, James Vick match? I saw Gaethje knocking him out. Yeah. That was impressive. Yeah. So He's that was amazing. Dude. It's a violent dude in general. It was a very slick KO to the point where you – we're very impressed, and I think it might have been MMA nerds who put it best, or some other online memer that just said, "Okay, Gaethje, I see you. Okay, Justin, I see you." And I was like, "Yeah, that's about the right way to put it." So that's um, what happened there. And then on the other side, <laughs> this was, I guess, funny to me, just because if you know Joe uh, Schilling. You know that he's been working with Mickey Gall. So Mickey Gall got a one la uh, win last night through submission and did it pretty quick and convincingly. But he had been working really hard with Joe Schilling on his striking. So Joe had to put up a post that said, well, I guess we'll show him your striking next time. I <laughs> guess we can't be mad about this. So... I was fairly entertained by by that. What a what a real problem to have. I feel like Joe Kev. Schilling is the type of person that's full of shit. He's very mad about it. He's like, why you gotta go submit him? You had plenty <laughs> opportunity. 
Stay on the feet. You know, Joe, Give a jab. Joe Schilling might be the person who's like yelling when they get to the ground. Booze him up. Like, Booze is that your, lame. Is that your coach? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, just really passionate about. Doesn't he know that you're winning right now? He's not. He doesn't care. He's not give a shit. He doesn't think anyone's winning. We'll just... He thinks the science is still out on grappling. So <laughs> you're both hacks. <laughs> you can just hear Joe Schilling. Although, to be fair, Kev. I know you know about the weed tournament. Joe Schilling did compete at the blue belt level at the previous weed tournament uh, where you have to smoke and get high. Yeah. Might have have believed Joe Schilling's a blue belt. Yeah, I don't really want to get into that uh, too much, but I am told he is still a blue belt. I'm sure, but Jesus. (laughs) The athleticism and iron have to be difficult. (laughs) I'm just... I took a deep breath of like, uh, oh, God, to be a purple belt that doesn't have his athleticism. I would yeah. just get murdered. Like, oh, all right. That's the I, guy that hits you, you in the face. You and I are both kind of like, like oh, what? okay. Yeah, no, he's still an MMA guy. That's that's still going to be a tough night. Um, also, let's say this, James Krause uh, getting a nice knee and punch finish as denoted on the wikipedia thanks knee and punch uh i also want to shout this jake ellenberger retired yesterday uh ends up losing in the first round to brian uh barbarena and um then said you know hats off to him and put the gloves down and that was the end of it yeah and what a career though ellenberger has been fighting and will continue to i'm sure yeah. as, uh in in some capacity but what a career he i well speaking of people he's always uh he fought wilk a ton of times and to see him sort of ascend yeah. where he's ascended really cool for that area and i mean barbarina's a big long big bearded dude so yeah. Super respectful about it, also. By the way, I'm watching that Absolutely. highlight clip as we speak. <laughs> like, oh, okay. oh, good, you sent it to me. Awesome. Yeah, I just, I'm seeing it. It's just straight, straight, right. Boom. Ow. Uh oh. Not good. This is the one that I think made everybody the most impressed, though. So just to set this up a little bit for those of you, they're really who letting maybe them didn't finish these fights. By the way, like. Is- they are, but this is Eric Anders versus Tim Williams. Now, Kev, I sent you that clip. Describe what oh. it is you're seeing. There. Oh my god, this thing almost made me vomit. By the by, the way, I don't the squeamishes <laughs> when you see these types of things gets you, and just mm. oh my god. So it's one of those times, and I've always wondered this: why we don't see it maybe a little bit more often? I think it's because you can nearly get DQ'd. But Anders kicks Tim Williams while he's getting up and backing away. But this is also why fighters just lay there, isn't it? And like kick, mm-hmm. kick, kick until the referee's like you could get up because worst case scenario, this happens. You get yeah. just kicked right in the face. And it's like it's the thing that whenever people try to tell you you want to do a technical stand up at all times, whenever you get the chance. Because you never know when you're going to need it. And I still think I see something like that and go, I'm not sure that would help me there. <laughs> yeah. Still take that nice knee to the dome. Yeah, this one, 
And he, this is not a non-technical stand-up. I mean, you, you'd you want maybe a little bit more bass. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm just seeing it over and over again. His head just bounced. It's like he does put the left hand out, but to Rab's point, it does not prohibit Anders. Whew. Yeah, and, and let's be very clear. Uh, Ronnie Yaha, yesterday, Kev. Great name. This might be of your interest. Um, he won. Did you happen to know how he won yesterday, though? Uh, no. Just like, what would be the least submission you could see him with? Like, what is the least percentage submission you think he would win with? I think the least percentage submission in in MMA stuff, I would go with the uh, Flying yeah. Triangle. It's, maybe a little more than that. But you're in the realm of, yeah, you don't see that too often. But I would argue maybe more recently you're going to see people do it. But what if I were to tell you he ended up with a heel hook? Ooh, I like it. Heel hook's traditionally very difficult to finish because uh, it turns out when people punch you, uh, it kind of will make it harder to finish. Uh, so I'm told. Yeah, I don't, me too. That's just uh, maybe that's an old wives' tale. No, I'm sorry. Now I'm thinking back to when Gary Tonin forgot how to heel hook people and grapple. Mm. And maybe I wonder if that's uh, we never did get the definitive nature nurture on that one. I think it's his gloves and lack of talent. There is I don't know why I've just really embraced using him as the can't finish heel hooks. Do you have? Do we have video of that one? I'll look for it. I'll keep an eye out for that because I love those. So. I like when an Here's, MMA fighter finishes a heel hook because it kind of then, and you tell me your thoughts on this. Once you, I think it's worth it to finish two or three because then everyone's terrified of you. Yes, um, I think that trying to make that happen is difficult consistently to do. But here's the nice part, though, Kev. Uh, Ronnie, I, I believe somebody uh, was making the case that he is. Uh, a grappler that maybe doesn't get the the credit he fully deserves because everybody looks at Damian Maya that kind of overlook him. I do have a highlight of his heel hook. Now, originally I was looking for it on the UFC page, but they didn't have it on there. You know why, Kev? They don't like us. Well, they're they're afraid of people finding out about heel hooks. <laughs> that's uh, that's fact. I've heard that. Oh wow! Look at this. Radiani versus so, Luke Sanders. I I am about to get to see art here. Oh damn! Here's where it gets interesting. Trapped. Oh, he's hunting he it too. He starts oh. in a weird kind of almost not fully deep half. That's deep half. Uh, kind of a, a, a approach. Well, yeah. I say it because it's a little bit more of dude just sitting on the face of deep half, so it doesn't quite have that traditional way that you might get used to it, comes back up on it. Then in transition, kind of sees that you can go ahead and like take it from like a single leg and then just says, eh, I've got this. Doesn't We're going to roll have, around. Doesn't have the knee line, then does have the knee line. Yep. By the end of it, finishes with no... He doesn't even have his legs triangled. That's confidence. I love it. Damn, yep. man. <laughs> I wish I could. Be nice. <laughs> this was a good night of fights look at these this is uh four ooh knockouts because yeah, the overhand so, right gaithy landed to finish off a tough vic is art 
It's artwork. Now, here's the nice part. So we're looking at what this means for the UFC uh, just in terms of what's coming up in the next few months. So obviously everybody's excited about Connor and Khabib, and I have some news on that one, Kev. It's been canceled because it's not happening. No one's interested that, in that fair. fight, and no one is going to get to see it. You mark my words, radio station, verbal tap out. I wish. If it does happen, if it does happen, I just realized I'm supposed to be at a friend's wedding that day. Oh, well, uh, just tell them to postpone it, right? It's a little difficult. I think they've been planning their wedding for a while. No, come on. They didn't know this was going to happen, though. And once you casually explain <laughs> that, they will. <laughs> tell them. Sure. Guys, it's Ireland, which I'm told is not part of the UK. I can't promise you. We know that for sure. I'm told that it's Ireland versus the Russia. I mean, how can you guys not get behind this instead of your own wedding? So that'll be difficult for me. I'll push through. I'll figure out a way. But there's some other fights that got brought up. And here are the ones that I think you should know about. They're already talking about the rematch, or I guess the match setup between one Max Holloway and Brian. One thing that people were saying in the comment section was, are we sure Max is okay? Yeah. He's He's Hawaiian. It takes a while. <laughs> but when, I'm sorry, I missed the date on that. Max Holloway versus Ortega. I want to know the exact UFC Saturday, July 7th for the weights. So that was the one that was canceled. I think the one that's coming up is actually, is it? 231, like maybe? 231, yes. Oh, okay. So In it's coming up very soon. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So right. there's that one. Then on top of that, we also, and this is another one I'm excited about, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with what this is or not, but Tony Ferguson has a matchup against Kev. Do you see who this is? Are you excited to hear who it is? I am excited to hear who it is. Anthony Pettis. Ooh. Who's back with his exciting submissions and knockout power. He's back. They're trying to give the people what they so want. I don't, division, which is loaded. I don't necessarily love this for Pettis, but I like this fight in general. Me too. So them's the out. fights to look he's gonna knock forward out to. You think he's going to knock out Tony Ferguson? Fergie undelicious. Yes. You think? I think that's a harder thing to predict. However, um, I will give you one possibility which is are there wires involved in the octagon (laughs) that would be fantastic um time will tell i think we'll get the backstage on that yep so we'll see uh that seems like a very fun thing to watch uh coming up down the pipeline but them's Them's the big notes in the MMA, sir. That's that's what we've got going on right now. You are just a wrecking crew of coverage out at Masters Worlds. You got the chance to eat acai with them if you chose or roll with them. So cool. You and North South went for that long. You can tune into some more with our Craig Jones interview for information on how that role went more specifically because you, Raph, Really bulldozed through some IBJJF landmines. That's all I'm going to say. Teaser alerts. 
there's been a, a good amount kicking up as the fall rolls into form, which is TV time. We're about to start yet another dominant year of me and fantasy football over Rapids Bar as a champion, current champion. Kevin mm-hmm. Standing with Janet's champs of the league. And that's <laughs> this is going to do it for us for what I'm calling pre-pumpkin spice season. Because obviously we're not quite there yet. Got back up into the 90s. Uh, it's time for some shout outs. I was in Sacramento last week, Raph, uh, still dealing with some, some lovely injuries. But to the people of California, the way you do food, I didn't get the chance to go find <laughs> Stockton's not far away. I was like, where are the Diaz brothers? I could feel them in the air. <laughs> where is the 209? And the grittiness, I see where it comes from. Uh, I also see where the calories come from. The Dutch Brothers Coffee, massive shout out to them. Lifesavers, whatever they put in those Americanos. And it's always lovely to visit my friends at the In-N-Out Burger. It's mm-hmm. just, feels good to see them. And we definitely, I it's like Round Rock pizza buffets raf took the team there because no no dime left unspent unbelievable food out there in sacramento is all i'm gonna say in terms of my shout outs and it's nice to see people that can drive again people of colorado you need to get your shit together people of people of california get it that'll do it for me this week ref well there's a lot of people i saw so I mean, I'm not going to name all of them, oh, but I will say. I thought we were going to get a personal story, a note written on air, Jimmy Fallon style. Hey, you guys. Um, I want to send a big shout out to all the people who uh, I really love. Uh, everybody's great. I love you guys. Um, so I yeah, had like uh, a dear acai vendor. <laughs> Thank you for the 13. <laughs> And uh, I went on a bicycle with uh, my best friend, uh, Justin Timberlake. You guys know who he is? He's, he's cool. He's awesome. I love him. <laughs> yep. You're doing another thing with Justin. That's great. I actually, we watched him the other night. It was consecutive, by the way. It's just the best. You're just like, so great. I just love this guy. Like, it's just, gosh. oh, man. You guys, you guys are so great. And uh, I love it. It's funny because Joe Rogan went off on this rant about late night television. And it's funny because it presumes that you believe that Joe Rogan is a comedian. See, I believe Joe Rogan is more of a personality who occasionally says very witty things and hosts a good show. But Joe Rogan weighing in on late night comedy to me is utterly worthless. So it was a big swing and a miss. So I just enjoy the fact that now when he does start talking about, you know, including the Jimmy Fallon as part of who he's criticizing, there is the moment where you go, I understand where you're coming from on Jimmy Fallon. However, I'll ask you guys to imagine one thing. Imagine Joe Rogan hosting the Emmys and imagine Jimmy Fallon hosting the Emmys and tell me who's actually going to make you laugh. If you answer Joe Rogan, not only are you wrong, but woof, what kind of show are you going to watch here, my friends? Oh, love you, Joe. But I'm just saying, Mm. Mm. You can find us at Verbal Tapcast with your thoughts on Raph's You know where to find me. That's fine. Listen, I'm not saying shit he would want to host anyway. He'd be like, let me suck. Well, the Emmys never called you, and they never will. Can I bring Eddie? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, long story short, I guess what I have to say is um, I saw a lot of good people. Um, Again, big credit 
Pam, Casey, holding it down for VMAC. Look forward to getting back to training there, I believe, probably tomorrow. Since we're taping this now, yeah, I get back tomorrow. Um, I'm also very happy to see all of our friends from all over. So, Kev, we had so many people coming up saying nice things about the podcast. It's always fun. It's always nice. I love to see our fans. At one point, one person just like tapping on the shoulder, and they're like, verbal tap, right? And I'm wearing the shirt that says verbal tap. And I stare at them and I say, well, if I wasn't, this would be highly inconvenient. I'm wearing this shirt. <laughs> That's true. It's, uh, and, it uh, makes sense in a certain context. I do love that they have to ask because the name of the show is on front and back of the shirt. So even when I'm turned around, you have a pretty high likelihood of knowing I'm that guy. But if you don't know enough to know my name by this point, I feel like we're failing, Kev. I I have to sort of wholeheartedly agree. Or that like they can find you via a fun shirt or hat. They should know those things. Or, or at the very least, even if they messed up and said, Kevin, I might go along with it just to be like, yes, I'm Kevin. What of it? I have very many things that I... Denver is great. Weed. <laughs> Gun suck. <laughs> That's what I should do. I should one under just for say <laughs> weed. Yep. That's that's it. Um, all right. Let's do the things. Yeah. Then let's say shout out to the Los Angeles Jiu-Jitsu clubs. So that's fun too. I also want to give a big a shout out to them. They just promoted their very first blue belt. Damon, congratulations. Very well deserved. Such a great attitude for jiu-jitsu. So happy to see him killing it and crushing it. Uh, I was a little sad that I wasn't there to witness it myself. But I was very happy to see uh, his, the smile on his face uh, as it happened to him. So my thanks to everybody from John Jock. Big shout out to Felicia. We have an interview with her that's going to go up. I believe in the next day or so, um, everybody who I got to train with, I, I got to hear so many stories. I got to hear one person I rolled with who told me he was competing in the Special Olympics and that he was coming to train and he was just happy to like meet so many people. And it was such a great and refreshing role that he was so happy to do that. I got to meet individuals from different schools of all different types of of skill levels and they're amazing everywhere uh big thanks to dunham big thanks to uh again 10th planet always being very welcoming casey had a great dinner with him also our friend ag um and again i can't say it enough rodrigo and his wife leah they are so nice so giving and uh it's funny kev because i only know rodrigo through my visits to uh, Cobra Kai over at uh, the SimGo uh, Academy. And um, it's just so nice that he, he offered to host me up and couldn't have been a more gracious host. And I felt bad because I actually had to skate out to go cover CXF, but they were having a party with some of the Cobra Kai guys. And I would have loved to have stayed around and seen those guys. But it looks like I'm going to have reason to come back to Vegas very soon. So all those people and more. Shout out to... All the folks over at 10th Planet Van Nuys, they're continuing to crush it. Some of them were just texting me they were at a kickboxing competition. What the shit? They just go, yeah, we just did it on a day's notice, because why not? So, 
those goofs, good on them. Uh, that would be uh, Elliot. That would be uh, we've got Gabe. We've got Jordan, uh, the Brooks Bros, all those good folks. I wanted to say to everybody who, again, even said hello, who went to go compete. Thank you so much for your great jujitsu. Thank you for a wonderful weekend that just felt or a week that just felt like it went by too fast. I always love covering Masters Worlds because everybody's in such a good mood. And there really is nothing like it. And expanding it to the open and having the kids there, it really does make it feel like a fun vibe between all of those things and seeing uh, seminars happening as well. So I really recommend it if you guys are looking for a great competition opportunity where people are just really like the competition is still fucking hectic. These people are older and they're still fucking good. And then realize that we're stuck with people like Lovato and JT probably forever. Kev, Lovato put up a post that says, you know, I would be there, but I'm doing this MMA thing and I've got this MMA fight. But until I can't walk anymore you can expect to see me at masters worlds Uh-oh. question to you is that a, a fact or a threat i think it's but i think a lot of people just put it in their notebook of like oh my window's closing okay all right what weight class and i think to myself no sir you let someone else win you stop that you go somewhere else you go to the master masters We'll create that tournament. It's going to be right next to the mat that I commandeer for warm-ups that we have. Well, the, the illegal second shady. Chance, uh, second chance. IVJJF, second chance, Fiesta. Anyway, there's a host of people. I'm sure I'm forgetting to say thank you, and you guys are awesome, too. I will do so in subsequent podcasts. But it was a phenomenal time, and I'm so glad I did it, and I'm already looking forward to hopefully coming back to cover it again next year. That'll do it for us here tonight at Verbal Tap. I am Kevin. Thank you for listening. Good night and good fight. has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is...